Fourth Not First is proudly brought to you by Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, your one-stop shop for all your thoroughbred needs. Welcome to Fourth Not First, coming at you on Wednesday the 21st of October. Time is flying. We've got some restrictions lifted in Melbourne, but still the slipper cannot be played because of travel restrictions. So we will have to wait a few more weeks until we can get the golf clubs out. My name's Richo. With me, as always, we've got Russell Healy, owner-operator of Healy Bloodstock. How are you, Russell? Russell. I was going to call you Rusty and Russell there. How are you? I, I am doing great, Richo. Uh, it's a great time of year. Um, I would have said weather, weather's getting good, but um, we're supposed to be due for 20 to 40 mil of rain tomorrow, so um, I better do some interesting form. Yeah, it might have an impact on uh, the old plate on Saturday. And a man... He's in his Richmond pyjamas, and so he should be. Richmond are one win away from the Premiership, and let's say, all credit to the man, didn't matter what happened this year, blind faith, absolute confidence that Richmond were going to take the flag. They're one win away from it. He's in the the summer pyjamas because the weather is heating up. How are you, Ashley McKnight? Um, I'm pretty good, Richo. I'm a bit weary from a long trip home, but uh, no, the Tigers were fantastic. It was uh, edge of your seat stuff on Friday night, so uh, no, it was great to be in another grand final. A bit weary from the drive, but still firm in your pants, just anticipating Saturday night, the first night grand final. It's going to be huge. Oh, and how much, come on, tell, tell us your prediction. You've been predicting how Richmond are going to go all year. So so what do you, what do you um, think is going to happen? Well, they're going to win. So that's uh, that's a given. Is it a 1 to 39? Is it a 40 plus um, spanking? What are you thinking? Well, Richmond have won two premierships in three years by in excess of 40 points. So I'm, I'm um, 40 and over, I think. Make it, uh, make it a third premiership. Um, Forty plus a dusty for the uh, for the Norm Smith. Get yourself a same game th- multi on that. You I mean, think they've already given it to him, haven't they? Absolutely. Just, uh, just put put your hard earned on that. That that should be. That should be your Saturday multi tip. It should be forty plus <laughs> yeah. and dusty for the Norm. Just as in your spot there. Yeah. That, that'd pay a That's... lovely dollar uh, fifty or something, wouldn't it? Tom, Tom Lynch to kick five. Uh, oh, there's my there's my uh, my multi tip and my bragging rights. I won't even pick a horse. Is that uh, kick five blokes when they're down? Or <laughs> oh well, he's getting to play another premiership and he's not sitting on the sidelines watching, is he? No, not yet. He's lucky. Lucky to be playing last week. I couldn't believe he was playing last week. To be honest. Oh, oh please! He no, actually would have to do something. Find four times for those grubby little acts. I reckon it, once you hit three, you should be rubbed out. Yeah, at week. some point, you, you've got to realise the dude's not getting the message, so we've got to do something right. different. So, 
Maybe that's it. Maybe a late call, maybe even just tomorrow <laughs> night, and say, sorry, you can't play the grand final because you're a grubby little bloke. That's right. Um, I don't think any of those... Hang on. Are, any did... of those incidents were worth a, at a suspension, but, yeah. Is that, how, like, how about three his, strike uh, rule or something? Yeah. How about his good bloke act after the game? That was that, nice. That, that little nice. fella. No, that, that, was, you know, very, that was very good after he got... As, as, he, no as he got a bourbon and coke thrown over him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he probably say, deserved that. But... <laughs> I, I did see the footage, and the bourbon and coke did not go anywhere near him. It went all over. The <laughs> uh, he, he probably maybe got one drop on him, but he did uh, call out that a bourbon and coke well, was thrown near him. How's that supporter? He got his uh, his membership banned for two years, and he uh... didn't even hit the mark. Kicked it out on the full. <laughs> no, it's, it's a bit it's, like Tom it's, <laughs> it's the intent, not the thing. I. I Look, as much as we joke about it, I don't think uh, people throwing bourbon and coke at football players is the right thing to be doing. So I say, nope. I say, give him five years. He got his whack. That's right. That's it. All right. Well, we might talk a bit more about uh, the grand final a bit later on. But first, we need our uh, Oakford Thoroughbred Farm, the Ashford Ridge Equine update. What has been, well, I don't even know if you're going to be able to tell me what's been happening down the farm, but you can at least just tell me what you've been up to for the last week. Since last Um, time we spoke to you, you were just... Yeah, uh, well, I can't tell you what's going on at the farm. I have no idea. Um, So I have been away since uh, we recorded the podcast last week. Um, I uh, headed off to Sydney last Thursday morning. And I got back at uh, about 20 to 5 tonight, um, after a long drive all the way back again. Um, it was uh, a bit of an unsuccessful sale for me and uh, and the Ashford Ridge team. Um, it was tough. It was pretty tough, I must say. The the ready-to-run concept is, um, is interesting. There's probably some really good buyers out there, but... There's so much money is already invested. People just, well, they couldn't sell. That's, yeah, they just were going to lose too much money. So it was a bit of a buyer's market, but um, the stats probably read better than the, what we thought the sale actually was mm-hmm. um, because the clearance rate was a fair bit lower than you would normally anticipate. But uh, no, look, it was a good experience. I'm not going to probably rush out and do another one. But um, for all those our listeners out there, I've probably got a horse to sell them. Yeah, well, that's it. When you when you don't uh, offload, you're ready to run. Then it's just ready to run, ready to go, right? So, it is ready to run. That's right. Uh, well, well, actually, he might go. He might be going to visit the our old mate, the vet. Actually, what for? Oh. To what for? Uh, control his weight gain. <laughs> so. Uh, Basically, you just find any excuse. <laughs> you left, you left the agates on for the sale because you thought you might get a few, a few extra bob for a couple of plums, and yeah. now you're keeping him. You're like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my favourite hobby and just <laughs> get him off. Pretty much, pretty much. He did, he did get some good comments about his agates actually. So, um... <laughs> they were pretty impressed with his agates. So... Oh, look, to be honest, guys, to be honest, um, you know, if I'm going to keep him to, to race him, staying a cult any longer now is no good to me. So, um, 
Yeah, he's a big horse. He's 16-2. He's over 500 kilos. But you leave him as a colt now, he's just going to get bigger and heavier, and it's just going to lead to problems he doesn't need to have. So he uh, he's big enough. He uh, He'll be fine. You justify it to yourself however you want, mate. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll back you. We'll back you 100%. That's, that's all well, good. you have to because I get the final decision. And I tell you what, the uh, you own him, so you can do whatever you want with him. You say it wasn't True. a successful trip, but uh, certainly a success for the the new line of Ashford Ridge Equine attire. We saw a black polo, a black button-up shirt, a black baseball cap, and then there was the white. Or was it was it almost uh, an off-white, almost a purple number going on there? Um, could have been the Richie Beneau off-white ivory. Beige cream number. I'm, yeah. yeah. Oh, God, it was a bright cream. <laughs> it was nah. very bright cream. It was, uh, but looking well, sharp. Well, yeah. No, no, no. We did scrub up okay. We did look the part. We did our very best. The horse looked great. The horse looked awesome. He looked um, in the ring. Yeah, I was very, very happy with how he turned out. Um, couldn't quite get enough dollars for him on the day, but uh, that's okay. That's okay. That's the way it goes. So, been on this merry-go-round before and there's always a way to uh, get out the other side but uh, he's a well-educated horse and we'll um, yeah give we'll give him a little spell now and bring him back and get him rocking and rolling for after Christmas I think and Fordy looked very good mucking out the stables he's uh, clearly done that before he's good at it he's great he's really good at pitchfork it. isn't he yeah yeah no he did well he did well um Yep, uh, we've a little. Uh, we've been a, just a little plug to um, the company Rip Snore because <laughs> Forty um, is a is a big ambassador of Rip Snore, and um, after a dozen beers and a bottle of red there one night, um, did he forget to take yeah, the Rip Snore and sort of breathe in the curtains? Rip- <laughs> it was store no more. Um, was, uh, yeah, we uh, we did let our hair down a little bit, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, oh well, you know these things happen. Yeah. Oh, you got you got to have some fun while you're at there. Nice one. And uh, we did have uh, our favourite, the zip, did go around on Sunday. We probably have to give yeah. some of those listeners an update there. Yeah, Zip, um, as we've spoken about the Zip before, she can be a little bit, she's a bit fragile, use of a better term. Um, she, as you guys probably knew my updates, I was concerned about her getting in the position she ended up in, which was sort of back, I'm back in on the rail, boxed up. Um, I always thought that that would be the chink in her armour. Uh, it probably proved that way. Lucy rang me on the way home and just said she, she was just travelling beautifully. And I thought, she said, I, I probably wasn't going to win, but I, I was going to be right there with the first two horses. Um, but she just, when she wanted her to get going, she just didn't really seem to click what she wanted her to do. So we've um, we've come up with a bit of a ch- change in tactics. We'll step out to 1400 um, Lucy would like to try and lead on her uh, and just sort of kid to her and, and think that she can um, have it her own way a little bit. So, um, yeah, look look for the zip in a 1400 
be 10, 10 days time something like that um, somewhere uh, I haven't really looked yet but uh, we'll give that a go we won't be defeated we're, we're going to get that victory somewhere nice work looking forward to it Alrighty, should we jump over to the Healy Bloodstock Weekend Racing Review where procrastination becomes a realisation, rusty truckload, absolute truckload of racing happening over the weekend in between the footy. What did you see? You're on mute. Yeah. That's the second technical faux pas. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to keep it quiet for you, Ash, but... um... Uh, yeah, I could talk for you days. You just want to hope I'm on mute later, Rusty. The weekend, but... <laughs> yep, we'll get to that, uh, no <laughs> doubt. Um, of course, the Caulfield, we had the Caulfield Cup won by the favourite, very elegant. Uh, she was super and got the gun ride from Mark Zara. She kept uh, my tip, Finch, out three wide and... Um, yeah... I think she was really good. Um, there's some really eye-catching runs from the likes of Anthony Van Dyke and uh, what's the other? Prince of Aaron. They were very good runs. Um, it was interesting, very elegant. Picked up a half-kilo penalty for the Melbourne Cup. Um, that was after the owners declared that a kilo, a kilo and a half would keep her out of the Melbourne Cup and a kilo would make it a borderline decision. Interesting that they come in at under at half a kilo. Um, not sure I like the way they went about that. Seems like they were trying to influence the handicapper to me. Um, uh, Graf got back to some form and in the Caulfield sprint. Um, I catching one Chica Fuerte, won the Ethereal, um, and she won it really good, front-running exhibition. Um, the Ethereal is a traditional lead-up to the Oaks. Uh, and this, this girl's a Hinchinbrook filly and probably won't get stretch all the way out to a 2500 so they're going to go to the Wakeful on Derby Day and not go to the Oaks even though she holds a nomination uh, Alvarado to get the Caulfield Classic which is formerly the Norman Robinson Stakes and he's on his way to the Derby for the Busted and Young Camp uh, at Randwick um, Classic Legend won the Everest he's a serious horse that took out a seriously overrated race uh, not a fan of the Everest myself um, it's me took out the Kosciuszko she was great when she got clear air she was held up for a while she's a very good horse uh, unfortunately she's done a tendon and she's headed to the paddock I this is a race as opposed to the Everest this is a race I like because it brings a lot of interest to the industry gets some casual punters invested um, and venues and things. I think it's a very good concept, kind of original versus that tacky stolen race from America that everyone raves about. But it's great. Anyway, um, I think it over prevailed in the Group Three Craven Plate. Um, and fun fact, beat a decent field in the St Ledger Stakes, which is a very funny race. It's St Ledger Stakes. It's a $500,000 race that is not black type. It's just a, an odd race. Um, anyway, but good run. Over in Adelaide, extra time to get the Rebel Raider Series final. Um, yeah, we heard all about it all weekend. Uh, nice tip, Ash. 
Uh, at Ascot, Indian Pacific won the listed Crawford Stakes. Uh, his record now stands at eight starts, six wins, and two-thirds, which is she's going pretty good. Uh, and there was a big boil over in the Northerly Stakes with Taxigano getting up at the ripe old odds of 90 to 1. Uh, never, I didn't see that coming. In New Zealand... Uh, Horsets raced a lot over here, Melody Bell, and she was headed for a big spring, but she's a bit out of sorts over here, so they sent her back to New Zealand. She's really thrived at, back over there, winning her last two races at Group 1 level, including the Livermore Classic at Hastings on Saturday. And that's where I'm going to leave it, because if I get started on some of those other races, yeah, we'll never, never end, so... That's it. Could be the longest podcast ever, but no, good wrap there. And uh, as you say, there's just good racing. We've got another big weekend ahead. This this weekend gets bigger. It gets bigger yeah. and bigger. But before we get to this weekend, we do have to uh, go to our punting segment. Thanks to Urban Dust Accessories. Uh, those who listen to the podcasts, I think there's only seven of you, so... You'll all know. Uh, on the weekend, the three of us, plus uh, Forty and Dolphin, there's five of us in total. We like to have a little bit of fun. First is the multi. We uh, chase the multi for about 24 weeks before we hit the place multi. That's where we all choose a horse each. So we've got five horses. They've got to be running on Saturday, uh, Australian Saturday. Uh Obviously, we can't pick horses that compete with each other because it's a multi, and we always put on a win and a place multi. I'll tell you what, there was some controversy this weekend. Let me just go through. Like We had 40 who went bloody short with Rain, Rain Beal, uh, $2.30 for the win and $1.30 for the place. And I'll tell you what, uh, Ash, Ash did uh, give us a little bit of a shout-out because a few of us went short. But uh, Forty went first and luckily snuck in for a place with his with his short one. So we have always said that it's better to win a, a $3 multi than lose a $300 multi. So we're in. Forty's kicked us off. Um, I came in second. I'd gone short as well. I'd actually gone the difference over at Morfittville. $2.15 for the win and $1.26 for the place. And... I think, you know, that really riled up Ash. But came in with the W, so, you know, oh, went short. Did it did it win? It it it, it won. It, it won very deservingly and did very well. So we're looking all right there. Ashford, after, you know, chastising a lot of us for taking uh, some short ones, came in with Wild Planet in race number eight at Caulfield. $5.50 for the win and $1.95 for the place. And would, would you would you believe it? Just came in with the W. So absolutely just uh, looking great with a, a nice little bit of uh, value in our multi there. So we've got a couple of wins. We've got a place. Here's where the controversy starts. And uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about it and then I'm just going to hand over for the avalanche. But... Um, Rusty, after last week, he did sort of quote the three dollar multi is better than a three dollar win is better than a three hundred dollar uh, missing a three hundred dollar one. So he went uh, pretty skinny. Like I thought I was skinny at two fifteen, but at uh, two dollars ten for the win uh, and a dollar eighteen for the place. I think it was uh, better the week because we've already had better the year and better the month. So it must no, have been I never declared it. Better I did the not week. declare it. 
It was Alpha Oro and uh, race seven at Caulfield. And at those short odds, you would have expected something. But uh, I'm just seeing two ends here. We didn't get a win return or a place return. Uh, hashtag. Was it a hashtag? It was a hashtag. So we came fourth at $2 at $1.18. Couldn't even get the place. I'm just going to hand over to Ash right now, actually. just I'm too exhausted to even begin to start an avalanche. Like, I can't believe someone can tip a $2.10 pop and not even run in the first three. And, to make matters worse, to make matters worse, he tips a $9.50 bragging rights winner. Trumbull. Trumbull, Trumbull. over at Randwick, race six, $9.50. Thank you very much. Takes out the bragging rights. The bragging Trumbull rights, for your trumpet. Is this the same he five blokes. We get uh, two horses each. <sighs> And uh, yeah, couldn't couldn't help us out on the multi with his two dollar ten pop, but thank you very I mean, much. Trumbles. And he thought he would make up for it. He thought he would make up for it later in the day. Sorry, boys, I've stuffed That's the right. multi again. He thought he'd make up for it. Okay, boys, here he's a two leg multi. Can't not lose. Right, do yourself Put a your favour. Put it on. Just, just go to bed because it runs be into fine. UK time. Wake up in the morning and count your cash. Yep, absolutely. So forty and I did that, didn't we? Oh, I and, did that uh, as we well, up, mate. I was very up in the morning, excited. and and it was just like forty. What? What the? Why has my account not got more money in it? He said, "I don't know." He checked his, and it was the same. I said, "Something wrong here." So we looked up the results, and well, it was just donuts again, and not even one hit between through. them. No, not even close. So we thought, oh, well, we just, as I do, I just scrolled through the results and I've just gone, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> Adib, the multi-champion. The multi-bringer-homer. Adib, Adib, it, it won. A group won over there. And it paid $10. Not even a whisper, not a tap on the shoulder, or a quick little WhatsApp, not a... Nothing. Donuts. Not a bloody thing. Not even a, hey boys, it's $10, it may not win, but remember the memories that we got with the multi, maybe we it's worth been a fiver. Worth a fiver. Just, you wouldn't have been, been in on. bed, you wouldn't have watched it anyway. What are you talking about? Well, I managed to put the bets on the ones that ran God knows where. So I could have put a bet on it early enough, couldn't I? And you would have known it was running. Don't even get me started. I watched Stradivarius. Throw yourself at the mercy of the court. <laughs> Rusty, we'll give you the right of reply. Like, Do your worst. I mean, I've got, I've got honestly, nothing. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this isn't this isn't about jumping up and down because I think Forty and I had a good crack at that on uh, on Sunday when. Um, when we no, realised that a D paid ten dollars, um, it did. I, and I did think Richo, Richo was Richo was pretty soft on on it. I, I did lead Richo and Nick into that, and they were both quite soft. 
I mean, they just... At the end of the day, what you're saying is, Rusty, why didn't you tell me your horse is running? Like, it's not like... If if Rusty wrote back to us and said, yeah, I had 100 on the nose, <laughs> then I'd be like, dude. But he did, you know, he, he didn't put it on anyway. So, like, it's it's not... It's that not is true. Rusty I was hoping he had been on it. But, um, well, no, that is his job. And his job, his job is to tell us when they're running. Not random horses. Well, yeah, I do, I do she, hope if... that uh, on Saturday evening... You might have jumped on rosesonly.com.au and just sent uh, the dolphin a bunch of flowers to say thank you because he actually uh, also missed the multi on Saturday <laughs> with uh, collectible. Thank God. Because if uh, I God. tell you what, if you if you were the one who stuffed up the multi on a two dollar ten pop, I'm not even sure the podcast would be on. I'd, I think. Wait, Dolphin got a bait for running third with that. Was it was it, was it King of Leah Grants? It was two dollars seventy or something, and at least it ran third. Dolphin got and a he bait got a bait for, for that. The best streak in multi history. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the only person that gives out the bakes, Ashford, is you, right? Oh well, I mean, Richo and I are sitting back here, multi hits are plenty. Like, can't be that hard. I'll tell you, you bring up that that um, King of Lear Grants week because that was the week that um, Richo missed and we'd all hit. And um... yes, no, look, I've, I've definitely done it in the past. I put my hand out knowing hey, Perth, yeah. uh, the old Belmont. Uh-huh. That yeah, was Ascot, that... actually, but oh, Ascot, that one wasn't. It was, wasn't it? And, and what was that one? That was uh, Snippy Miss. miss. Snippy Miss, mm. and surely you could get in the top three, Snippy Miss, but. Uh... Look, no, I'll put my head up. I know nothing about this sport. And I, I just you know, it just, plug away. It just, it just proves how hard the five-leg multi is to get, doesn't it? Oh, especially when your mates go $2 pops that don't even place. I mean, that makes it hey, really listen, difficult. Hey, so, listen. I, I've, been going, I've been going value, 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 and getting... Oh, you missed the multi again. Oh, you missed the multi. So I thought, oh, well, screw you. I'll go something short and missed it anyway. Still so I may as well just go back to value. <laughs> yeah, keep the well, value. That's what I'm man. saying. I'm saying, you're bragging rights. Like, What's it even worth winning? It was $5. I could pick a horse out that pays $5 a place and only have to put get one bloody to run a place through that. Bloody... What? Why Probably am I trying one. to pick... Five legs. To it's do not. It. It's not about. It's not about the cash. It's about the the. It's about the, the win. It's teamwork. The, the team. The fact and the, that you and your mates you know? have stared like, adversity in the face and picked five horses that have actually placed on the same day. It's unheard of. Exactly. We've done it. <laughs> yeah. And I want like some value. <laughs> I would like to do it again. I will like, too, but I'm going to add some We can't value. just keep relying on the Ashford Saturday fill-up. Oh, I'll tell you, fill up. If, this, if this is the way it's going, Clairvoyance is in this week. Oh, God. Don't <laughs> slow her down. You're, you're complaining about $2.10. <laughs> What's Clairvoyance paying? What can I, I'm going to find out. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. The odds are up yet, are they? 
probably. While Rusty's Rusty. looking at that, let's talk about the bragging rights properly, Richo, shall we? Yes, let's jump in there. So uh, I'll, I'll start with the, the I've, I've had a bad run in the, the bragging rights the last couple of weeks. I've got zero yeah, hits. Trumpet's out of tune, isn't it? My trumpet's gone, but I, I actually do not. I will happily miss the bragging rights forever and a day as long as I hit that multi and, and look after my mates. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. So Master and, of Wine and Mirror Vision did nothing for me. I'm on zero in the bragging rights. Uh, $11.25 ahead of me uh, is the Dolphin with uh, a little place hit on Oh Please Diana that paid two twenty-five dollars a place over at Morfittville. Uh, Mantelli did not get a hit for him. Then 40 Got himself a hit uh, with Classic Legend. I think we got the W there. Uh, got the W. Four dollars eighty. Everest. Randwick, the Everest. Um, then uh, he had just a tribute, uh, but unfortunately there was no tribute there, so didn't didn't get that. So thirty three dollars. Then it was very close at the top of the table. We had Ashford. Uh, he's, I'm pretty sure he called this one out on the podcast uh, last week. Redwood Shadow, just uh, the tap of the nose. Unfortunately, <laughs> he forgot to tell Gosh, us it was only it was only going to come fourth. Uh, so that didn't do much for him. But extra time. I thought it was going to win too. That a week before was meant to win by the length of uh, the Centrelink queue. Didn't didn't quite do it the week before, but extra time blew out to eleven dollars uh, Saturday morning. Good. And romped it home to uh, get him a lovely sort of $60 return. And he was sitting pretty thinking, uh, I'm in the clubhouse, oh, I'm looking pretty good until, as we mentioned, Rusty at Randwick, race six with Trumbull, just flew home and uh, was paying a little bit more on the spreadsheet. So uh, $61.50, he, he earns his second trumpet. Uh, yeah out of I don't even know how many attempts let me just look at the stats a lot <laughs> a lot because I don't think they're all recorded so 22 at least I reckon there's about 25 26 so uh, yeah t- second second overall trumpet uh, which is absolutely fantastic how does it feel to have the bragging rights well deserved even though you didn't hit our multi for us but uh... I, I I do I'm a bit with you Richard. I actually find it very Hollow. I don't really care about the bragging rights. I'm. I would prefer to hit the multi. So uh, would so we. We would yep. love to hit the multi, but yep. uh, that's all right. There's always next week, and that's and the beautiful think, thing about the multi. Is had you hit the multi, Dolphin would be getting the bake at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and that's fun for everybody. Uh, yeah. Based on your your theory. Based on your theory, Ash, given I was getting a dollar, what was it getting a dollar eighteen for a place? I may as well put clairvoyance in this week at a dollar fifty-five and a dollar ten. Ah, no, no, <laughs> no. Look, you said it's the more only important way, to no. get it than this. You, so. you, you, you can put clairvoyance in something for us, but you have to multi it with something else, so we can get some cash back scenario going on a little bit like the fill up on saturday and we 
Had you got on on I Wednesday night when I said... Down the excuse Wednesday night, I said, get on, you'll get $3 about Star Boomer, didn't I? And what about the one down at Hobart we were meant to get on? Yes, you did. There was that one. Yeah, Hobart. Yeah. Yeah. yeah ben ben third. Third. Got a quick. Wasn't there the other one as well, though? That I accidentally put it on the wrong horse? Yeah, it was in the same race, and you actually backed the wrong horse, which was the right horse. <laughs> um, but no harm done. No harm was done on Hellot. So um, I actually come out with more money than I put on. So um, no harm was done. Well, you told me it was going to win, so I backed it for a win. Yeah. You right. didn't tell us to back it, was, it for each way. You said it was each way. It was each way odds. So why wouldn't you back it each way? Because we were told to back it for a win. <laughs> and then Rich, Richo backed the wrong horse anyway. So I, didn't I know. backed the wrong horse and uh, cheered, cheered her home and loved it. <laughs> and you said, how good's this tip? Yeah. This tip's awesome. <laughs> Ashford, you're the best. Uh, no, we're... Uh, no, we're I was poking the eyes out of the effigy over here. <laughs> <laughs> Have you still got that? No more Tassie tips. They're done. They're done. All right, now time for a segment called Did You See That? Thanks to when Freddie met Lily designer gowns and suits for every occasion, even when your team makes the grand final. You've been talking about it all year. I'm sure they've got some Richmond Jimmy Jammy suits going on that Ashford will be able to put on should his team get up on Saturday night. Who saw something? Ash has had his head in uh, horse sales for the last week. I'm not sure anything you saw. And he would have had heaps of time on his hands to find something. Um, I didn't see a great deal in Sydney, to be honest, because I wasn't allowed to go far. But, um, yeah, there was something I saw. I can't bloody remember. That'll come to me. It's all right, the listeners will tune in uh, next week for that one. something that you saw, actually, Richo. Mm-hmm. What do I see? You, this, this notion that Jeremy Cameron wants to go to bloody Geelong. Yeah. I just can't. I can't wrap my head around why. And, I, I you know, Dolphin trots out the fishing and surfing or some shit like that. <laughs> but to me, it makes no sense. It's like, okay, maybe he thinks he can slot in in the Tom Hawkins role next year and I'll have another crack at it. But I look at the A-grade quality in at Geelong, and I think this year's the last chance they've got. I think he goes there and then they... Yeah, they've got some good young players and whatever, but they're not A-graders like that will be retiring. I just see them slipping down the table and... Mm. Unless he signs a short-term deal, I just don't understand that move. Just, yeah, mm. St Kilda would be a better move. Yeah, yeah, because like, regardless of anything, you sort of just go, well, if Tomahawk's there, where does he sort of fit in that forward line? And usually, two two big forwards start to they take a couple of years to to get used to playing with each other and that sort of stuff anyway. So it's not like yeah. I mean, obviously probably, Tom Lynch did it, but um, I just don't know if you're going to slot in there and make a huge. You've probably difference. got Jack Rewalt more at the twilight of his career. Radical Lear in there. Did he even get a game? 
that's the that's like you just don't know where it fits. It's I don't know. It's crazy. What are you talking about? We're talking about Geelong, not Richmond. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's uh, that's the world does not revolve around like... Richmond. We're talking about Geelong. Anything. <laughs> Jack Rewalt, don't fall. Play for Geelong. What do you reckon Hardwick's going to do when he's got to... Uh, well, the comparison was made. The comparison was made with Lynch and Rewalt, Hawkins oh, and whoever. Sorry. Right? But that's a problem. Rewalt, like... he's, at the, he's at the end of his career. And it wouldn't surprise me if Rewalt hung up the boots if they won this year. But so's Hawkins, isn't he? Hawkins was lucky to play. He's only 30, no, isn't he? Is he? He's not that um, well, But that's the problem. So you, you get... Cameron goes there, then... Is, does that make Radagalia a trade piece? Hmm. Because how do you fit Hawkins, Cameron, and Radagalia in the same forward line? Yeah. Especially now that Reese Stanley's playing all right. Hmm. I, I just it, like it, you know, you. I would be looking for a um a progressive team that is missing that piece. He needs to come to the D's, how Geelong really. are that I mean, team. We, uh, we're if you're going forward. to win flags. <laughs> hey, it's not hey, the look, worst I, place he could that, go. That would, that, that would make... It would make more sense to me than Geelong. If you were nominating a place. Mm. It would make more sense to me than Geelong. But fishing and surfing, mate, that's... Uh, that's Probably want to see... I know, I've got to... Not, not skiing and... Um, what else? They eat cheese and wine. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know. You just book holidays in September. That's all yeah, I know. Was a Melbourne supporter. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't have anything else. So, look, been busy. After watching the Tigers for thirty years, be completely disgusting. It will turn around, Richard. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Been saying that for thirty years. Yeah. Nineteen sixty-four, mate. Was, uh, last time we got any silverware, at least for the Tigers, it wasn't that long. So we'll see. We'll yeah, see. True. Maybe one day on Did You See That we'll be talking about D's Premiership. <laughs> You'll get to wear your pajamas everywhere. That's right. I'll have my Jimmy Jams. I'll have my sneakers. Loving life. <laughs> Alrighty, now on to road to a racehorse. Uh, we've got our digital racehorse, Richo's runner. A couple, uh, couple of weeks ago, suffered an uh, epiglottic entrapment, I believe. Had to have a little bit of surgery. And uh, that really meant that uh, Ash really didn't want to keep making up stuff about Richo's runner because uh, it means <laughs> out in the paddock for, for about a month. So I think this is week three. And... Uh, I, I did actually get the, a call through from uh, our good mate, Trevor Fairway Lover. He actually got sick of lockdown, got himself a job up at, uh, up at the stables where they keep Richo's runner just to get himself out of the city. Um, he, he, he told me that uh, he blew a lot of money on uh, Rusty's $2 tip. Uh, <laughs> thought he was going to double his money and... Uh, less than halved it so he's uh, in a lot of trouble so yeah he's just uh, he's basically doing what Forty was doing on the weekend just mucking out the stables but he tells me Richo's runner's doing pretty well you know he's just uh, enjoying 
nibbling, uh, nibbling some grass and just looking after himself, uh, ready for an assault on. Is he, uh, is he back into work next week, is he, Richard? Uh, might not be. I think they've had a setback. So you've probably got another couple of weeks where you don't have to do it. <laughs> I think there was just a bit of complication. <laughs> so, uh, so, uh, Are you just eating carrots and yeah, hanging just out? Just eating carrots. Okay. I, I think, uh, yeah. I don't know. Ooh, ooh. You, you, you find out. You, you tell me what happens next week when, uh, when, it, when it comes around. Yeah. No, I think you'll bounce back. Um, I hear, actually, I hear Glenn Fittich has uh, bounced back from his epiglottic entrapment and uh, he's going to run in the cool wall. Right. He's come back what, real when's good. The, when's the cool more? It is on Derby Day. So Saturday week. I reckon. Yeah, yeah I know it's so, on one of the set days. I just wasn't sure hmm. if Derby or... I think it's Derby Day because isn't there four group ones on Derby Day or something? Yeah. Well, we'll watch with, uh, um, yeah, with eager eyes, just to you know, not 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 just because we want to see how Glenn Fittick goes, but we really want to understand, you know, what what a Richo's well, runner. The good thing about Richo's runner is that he, he's um, Richo's runner's not going to have lost a lot of residual fitness. So, you know, while he's uh, down eating carrots, it's going to say depends on what yeah. Trev's feeding him. Well, he's getting plenty of carrots, I believe, but. Um, <laughs> You know, his, uh, his night vision is really good, so he... Um, so he might bounce back might, at Mooney Valley. Uh, he might bounce back at Mooney Valley. That might, that might, be, that might be the go. So stay tuned. Yeah, stay well. tuned to this bat channel. We'll see, we'll see what happens. All right, now let's look ahead to this week's racing. So we do have... I mean, it's, it's just a fantastic Saturday with the Cox Plate uh, in... The in the afternoon. I just got a little update, boys. Yeah, I just got a little update before we get to that. Our mate Forty. So we both left Sydney this morning, and he has a slightly longer trip back to Brisbane than I had back here. Um, we left at seven. Trek point too, didn't he? Um, sort of. He um, we both left at seven, and uh. I've just got a message that he only made it to Ballina at eight o'clock tonight. He's still three. He's still three hours from Brisbane. Um, poor old forty. So I hope he listens to the podcast for the rest of the trip uh, tomorrow morning. But uh, he said the traffic was shit. He's got a sore back, and he thinks the cruiser speedo may be out. Made for a long day. So. Uh, so he's staying yeah. overnight there, is he? He's uh, he's camping overnight at Ballina. Oh, um, I was just a, just a little shout out to Ford. He did come and give me a hand and, and help me out uh, for the week. So well, it's much appreciated, and we we did enjoy a few gold nails. Fantastic! Yes, shout out to Forty. So yes, Saturday, great day. We have got the Cox Plate, then we have got the AFL Grand Final. Oh, let's back up a day. Let's back up a day. Yeah, it's Friday night. Friday, let's start on Friday night. What's happening on Friday night? <laughs> What's Manicato not Steaks night? Come on, Richo. Actually, you know what? Get is on the Bella Vella train. You know what is happening? Forget about Bella Vella. You seen what Ladbrokes are doing? 
They're doing the greatest coxplate of all time. Uh, oh, yeah, but did you, you see the sorry, horses? Richard. Yeah, did, sorry, did you see Richard. the horses they put in it? I did. Frankel. Deep oh, impact. Yeah. Deep impact. Exactly. How can you have a greatest coxplate when... And I understand they're great horses. Deep impact you have to couldn't beat the zipper. In one. <laughs> one of the most influential current sires there is, but uh, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that he is a very, very good sire. Is he at yeah. that level of racehorse? Absolutely bloody well, not. Well, he's competing against Winks and Farlap, so. <laughs> and Farlap's not even the favourite. No. Uh, no. Winks is the favourite, I think. Oh, yes. Farlap's just, just edged out. So, so hang on, Ash. We've got, we got to back up. We've got to back up. We've got to back up. So, Deep Impact as a racehorse. Yeah. What was his race record? Oh, I did hear this this morning, actually. I could answer this question. He won... Did he win... How many Group 1s did he win in... What's the name? Japan. I think what Ash is saying, he doesn't really know, so you're going to have to tell him. Seven. Yeah, I, I just, I did actually hear this this morning. I was spoken about this morning on my drive. Um, and Seven then, group ones in Japan. Yeah, very good over there. He didn't leave his own dung heap, and when he did, he got smashed. Oh, uh, okay, so hang right? on. Third, third in the arc is a pretty good effort. Yeah, that's okay. It's fair to say. He, he, he raced 14 times for 12 wins. This doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Next thing you... It doesn't mention his third. Tell me he's owned by Kim Jong-un telling me, telling me he ran third in the arc, but the record is 12 wins, one second, and no thirds. But he finished third in the arc. I thought he failed in the arc, though. I thought they said to, to this morning, when I was talking about that he failed, went over to the arc and failed. Or are they calling third a failure? Maybe there was no third in that year. Mate, <laughs> maybe. Bit of NTD. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just I'm just quickly looking it up because it's... it's. Now you finished. Uh, it said... Oh, ah. He finished third. Of three. No, but then he oh. was disqualified. Oh. That's right. He was on. He was on the gear. Oh no! Test, testing positive to a banned substance. Yeah. That's right. Well, put a line through him for the yeah. greatest coxplate ever. Jeez. Let's let's talk about some real racing and not virtual but, racing. Oh, but let's... but uh, before we get, home, oh, I did win a few times. Yeah. I I sorry, Richo, but I'm oh, with Ash. I saw it come up on Ladbrokes and went. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've oh, ever. It's all right, heard. mate. You don't have to apologise to me. I mean, it, it is a dumb concept. <laughs> it's like it's they're getting people to bet but, on something that people are going to make up who wins. Yeah, yeah no, but they've that, got a bloke. That, that, that's they've exactly got... right. I can't believe you can bet on this stupid yeah. fucking thing. It's you've predetermined. Some, you've got some Poindexter <laughs> historians who are going to go through the books and go, oh, I think Farlap would have won that. Then they're going to but, create some computer-generated oh, oh. shit that makes it happen, and you can actually yeah. bet on this. Apparent, How can apparently, that be some bloke is, it, uh, some bloke's created an algorithm oh. that he puts all the data in and the ratings and the 
you know, the results and all the, and it compares them all and then it spits out a winner somewhere. It's, it's yeah. ludicrous. I, I, it's I honestly, crap. like, how, how can it, that be legal to let people bet on something that's fake? Don't know. It's worse than trackside. Don't know. Anyway, let's get to the real real yes. race. Friday. Yes, let's, let's go. That's it. Friday night. Friday night. Let's let's look at Friday night quickly. Um well, there's only one race you want to know about, that's the Mancata, really. Um <laughs> The Vobus Gold Star's a good race. Yeah. Friday night. I think there'll be some good betting races. I'm not really enthused about any other races. Um, really looking forward to the night, and I love betting on that night. But the Manicato is an absolute belter of a race. Is it Friday night? No, Jungle Edge is on Saturday. Yeah, he's first, first on, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a great night well, leading into Saturday. Yeah. Let's, ha- let's have a quick a quick breakdown of um, the Manicato Group 1 Friday night. Trekking's on the back up from the Everest. He's hitched a ride down the highway. I probably could have got a job bringing him down, couldn't I? Could have made a quid. <laughs> um, they got him at three dollars sixty on the back up after a hard run Everest. Some that's um, interesting. I thought he's a good horse, but um, interesting move yeah. by the Cummings team. Hey Doc, nine dollars. Uh, Kamantari, sixteen dollars. Splintex, $34. Order of Command, $61. Dirty Work. Um, oh, for the Pikeinator. Yeah. Pike, Pike Hawks combo. Uh, Guinea got, combo. Do you think Pikey and Wayne Hawks have got a bit of a bromance going on? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> yeah, they probably woke up in the stable after winning the Guineas together. Probably. Uh, Liar. Nineteen dollars. Um, Pippi draws barrier one. I don't know whether I don't know whether this rail setup is going to suit Pippi though. I may be wrong, but rail in the true generally doesn't always favour the on paced bias. They usually make a bit of ground when the rail's in the true. Yeah, but still, it's Pippi and. Good luck getting... It only goes one way. It only goes one yeah, way. But I still true. think I'd be looking for something coming over the top. Bella Vella drew barrier 10. $14. $14 for Bella Vella. It's a good each way odds for a horse that has done nothing wrong at two runs. If that's not the most biased um, form process in someone's head I've ever heard, I don't know what is. Astrid is just looking to get Bella Bella over the line here. And I don't care how she gets over the line. I absolutely don't blame him whatsoever. But if you're listening at home, <laughs> please take this with a grain of salt. <laughs> don't be putting the house and car on Bella Bella. Okay. Against, against those horses, why would you not back Bella Bella each way? You tell me, Rusty. Give me one reason why you wouldn't back Bella Bella each way in that race at $14. Uh, I I can't give you one because she's she hasn't That's, done a thing thank wrong. You. She's got Stop talking a now. gun jockey. No, I can't. She's got a gun jockey, and if it's wet, and you come into the last race of the day, I don't think you want to be drawn inside. I think ten's a no. great draw. Um, uh, so, it's an interesting uh, race. It's a, I think it's an interesting race. Um, and obviously, look, 
I mean, I have an ulterior motive that Bella Valor winning that race is very important to our farm. Um, as you all know, we have the half brother in the paddock, so it's um, it, that would that would certainly mean a lot for his uh, his sale potential next year for sure. Um, but she's done absolutely nothing wrong that man. She's going good. Uh, Diamond Effort's been going super. Everyone's, you know, yeah. Her, her run the other day, it was brilliant. Probably should have won, to be honest. But probably, probably. And if she'd won, it's probably not ten dollars going into this race, is, is she? No, um, bit... Brooklyn Hustle. I don't know about Brooklyn Hustle at the moment. It could just pop up. It's got talent. Likes the valley. Likes the valley. Are um, you are you just gonna read out every horse and? Yeah, I think that's There's the no last more. one. Thank, thank, that's thankfully, all. that's it's all. the only race that I want to talk about Friday night. So, <clears throat> uh, but that's a nice one to wait up for eight forty-five Friday night. There, there'll be there'll be some good betting on that night. Um, I don't think like the races aren't very deep. They're not cracking races, so you'll be able to find some winners. But <laughs> if not, we could get two mil of rain, or we could get twenty-five mil. Mm. And I just looked Friday. at I just looked at the weather and saying it's going to be like a monsoon. Yeah, yeah the last so, couple of weeks they've so, said that and it hasn't materialised either. So that's know. that's exactly right. So so you've got to wait. Probably you can't you can't then. go and um, <laughs> Jungle Edge right might be day. bloody doing a rain dance um, for the day after. But yeah, so I'm with Ash. That's about the only race I'm excited about on Friday night. Saturday. It's a bit different. Yep. Let's go straight to the two-year-old. Yep. English Banner. I knew you'd be all over this. Yeah. English Banner. Um, no, horse... no, let's not go through all of the. No, no. <laughs> a horse we a horse we have. No, there's too many of them, Rusty. There's seventeen of them. Be here all night. Um, <laughs> no, I think a horse it's a good that way we to be right. sold at the sales uh, and. Have... <laughs> because if you just list off, like if we list, off I have every known people horse, have a dollar on everything. If we list off every horse in every race, we can come back next week and go, yeah, we picked a few winners. I we? mentioned it on the podcast. Mentioned that on the podcast. That was great. <laughs> Along with the rest of the field, but definitely mentioned that name. <laughs> so in the English banner, Gossettino. For Robbie Griffiths, and this was this was my. Did you see that? Robbie Griffiths has joined um, the training partnership with Matthew de Kock. So uh, from South Africa. So um, son interesting. Of the famous Mike, son of Magic Mike. Yeah. So very good partnership. Yeah. Uh, interesting. To see how that how that goes. Um, it's interesting that their other runner is favoured over um, Gossettino after Gossettino's very good jump out win on Monday. Hard held in the fastest time of the morning. Well, there you go, listeners. Twelve dollars, three dollars eighty. Just put your house and your car on it. And uh, it'll be happy days. Rusty's just declared it. 
He's done the form from the jump outs. Uh, in fact, why don't you put that one in, in your multi, Rusty? I'm just going oh, it, on. The... It was going to go in as as a bragging rights, actually. I'm just going on the price of the horses. Because uh, in, in the write-up on Sportsbet, they're telling us how much they cost. So the favourite yep. is only the favourite because it costs 305 That's 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 how they're doing the form, surely. That's pretty much how they do the form these days. The There'll be a lot of that, yep. The second favourite is Son of Mercury, I think, and uh, that costs 250 k So, oh, I could be a bookie. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Gossettino, um, $30,000, $12. Beautiful. Just, what, what was Tempest Charm? $32,000 yearling from family of members. Yeah, it'd be interesting because it, um, there'd be some very keen stud farms hoping that there's a couple of horses, well, like Palantino, obviously, uh, get their careers underway in a little race like that. Um, they'll be watching very keenly on Saturday. That's it, half a million, half a million? Is that right? Yep. <laughs> you're, just, you're just saying that, you don't actually know, do you? I've moved on. All right, where are we I'm up, I'm, up, I'm up to the Lexus. It is half a million. Yeah. Uh, Group 2 Lexus, Phillies Classic. Phillies Classic. Group 2, yeah. Um, how good, Yes Baby Yes was really good last week. Um... Obviously, I was pushing for that because it's a dissident. I would have it over. I reckon it's a really good chance. I like. I've backed Ecumenical when it resumed. It's probably better over a bit further, but I'd be having it. Oh, it's a pretty good run in the thousand guineas. Yeah, but no, I think I'd go with it. Yes, baby, yes. Um, that'd be. Oh what. Not That'd be typical. Race. That always happens to me after um, I have a horse through a sale. I come out and win a group race a week later. So. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking time. <laughs> anyway, that's okay because uh, that'll just make it easier to sell shares in him and we can race him. The Vars I like. Vars is a great race, always is. Um, Kiki for Matt Kamani. Luna Fox, Luna Cherry, Fox. Tortoni. Cherry Tortoni's back. Um, Captain Corelli, Young Werther. How good a race is it? Even that Saradek yeah. at $34, so, it, it won a race in good fashion. Where was that? Was it Spendigo? No? Don't know. But yeah, good race. Uh, Who are you liking that? Our... Oh, I'd like to stick with Cherry Tortoni, but I just think the Sydney run the other day just might have been a, you know, it just might have been a few things going on that didn't help that race in Sydney. I think I think Cherry Tortoni to bounce back. So, in that one. What, knocking Choir down? 
choir fell over his own feet, let's be honest. He was behind <laughs> Jerry Tortoni. Just a racing incident. Um, good race, good race. But Jerry Tortoni in that one for me. Yep. I'm not going to argue. I haven't decided. And then... Crystal, Crystal Mile. Crystal yeah. Mile is always a good race. Um, yeah, you reckon? I look at it. And I, and it, it history says it's been a good race. It's a lot of horses there on... Kind of... They're not in good form and they're not... My, um, my early tip of Kingsville Dreams going around at $5. Yeah, but... I don't like him around the valley, though. I don't know. He'd probably just win to spite me. Yeah. Like, it's hard. He's only had two runs around the valley, and one of them he broke his pelvis. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure you can knock him on that effort. Yeah, can't, can't oh, I don't know. Too harsh. No. But, um, no. I might just watch that race, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. Something would have to dramatically happen to make me draw to something and maybe there will be something the way the track's playing or something that'll happen but at this stage I'm staying out well how about the Mooney Valley Gold Cup we've got a showdown oh Jesus so Yendo didn't he got sacked off a few or he missed out on a few because he <laughs> he was suspended <laughs> he actually got well, sacked that, and then he... yeah well and then he, yeah. Um, this is always a good a good race, the Mooney Valley Gold Cup. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny. Ocean X, you think, oh, he's out of form, but that eleventh last, no, where was it? Last start, he finished fifteenth in the Turnbull, four and a half lengths behind mm. Very Elegant. And before that, he was 11th of 14, but only beaten three and a half lengths. Yeah, I think he's probably going it's better than... Going. You know, just get a Yandel special, we'll get one back in the showdown over Pikey on, on Salino. Um, there's some interesting little runners. That Supergirl for Josh Julius at Bendigo um, is in that race. Her run the other day was really good. Really He's still trying to get that in the cup, or what? Well, he would have to win the this race and probably something else to get in, I think. He's trying. Horse is running well. He just needs a bit of luck, but... I'm going Polly Gray. Got to live the dream. Got to live the dream. Now, the big one. The big one. What Our, our tips for the big one were... I was on Humidor... The Cox yep. Plate, Richo. I was on uh, Very Elegant, wasn't I? And yep. then they you, decided you, you, jumped, you jumped under Arcadia Queen, though, didn't you? I, I think there was a suggestion. I, I'm not sure. Like, I really wish Richo would just come well, up with actually, his own well, ideas. Well, what do you want? Does he want Master don't, of Wines Don't in suggest there too? anything. <laughs> Let him answer. I, um, God. I got to be honest, I was eyeing off Arcadia Queen uh, after the run the other week. Um, I don't know why Master of Wine is in. I'm not sure. Hmm. 
Yeah, I'm what? shattered because I'm on Armory. I've got to go with it's got... Jockey. It's got your favourite Jockey <laughs> it's on. Not, it's not a bad idea. Uh, yeah, they put that stupid peanut that cost Finch the Caulfield Cup and cost me... <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, anyway. We haven't, got, we haven't got long enough. I hate Ben. We haven't got long enough. Ben <laughs> Mellon. <laughs> Mellon's an idiot. Um, but he's on it, and I'm on Armoury. So. Here it all is the value. So we Humidor, Arcadia, Arcadia Queen, and um, Armoury. Interesting stat there. Trifecta. Humidor, What's fourth that? up for Chris Waller. Fourth up for Chris Waller stats are very, very good. He's winner ratio, fourth up. 70 days off can constitute a spell. Uh, oh, he's only fourth Joe. run for Waller, so that's what you mean. Yeah. Ask um, 70 day, Ask Richo's runner whether that's a spell or not. <laughs> Jesus. This is it's 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 magic that form turned around, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you, you know it's, what? Uh, Even though I'm with Pikey, I'm gonna have to have a cheeky on uh, Master of Wine because mowing my luck. <laughs> well, <what> <laughs> you've got to get a house. After, you've got to get a house back, don't you? The week after. Yeah. Forty-one dollars. Even it just a uh, track. Yeah. Never, never been to the valley. There's a lot of these horses never been around the valley. Ah, mm. oh, well, you um, got to go around sometime. Well, that's it. Ligrisher hadn't been around the valley last year either, so. Yep. We all know what happened there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Looking forward to a really uh, good Saturday's racing. Yeah, uh, it's very, oh, I mean, just a Saturday, a weekend of sport, a couple of group ones, a Cox Plate, right. and a Tigers Grand Final. AFL Grand Final, NRL Grand Final, clairvoyance in Perth. Yeah, it's going to be a great, great weekend of sport. And we get the day off Friday. So. We do get the day off just to relax into it. Just do the stretches on the couch and make, make sure there's a comfy spot. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, we've already got uh, we, we've got so we, we've looked at the racing. We do have to wrap up, but before we go we've got Ash's tip Richmond by 40 plus. Going to throw over to you, Rusty. What do you got? What's What's your tip? Uh, shit. Um, no. Uh, sorry. Storm. <laughs> yeah, Melbourne Storm by three tries, eighteen points. That'd be some value. Yeah, I can't. I can't tip the AFL Grand Final because I'm a bit torn, and I, I've this bias there going against Richmond. 
but it's can't... hard because I don't really want to go for Geelong either. <laughs> so, no, it is, it is tough. Like as far as you know, as far as long-suffering Melbourne and Carlton supporters are concerned, you're both greedy, and you neither of you deserve a premiership yeah. this year. You should really exactly. give it to one of us. Uh, <laughs> but I, I got to say, I'm tipping Geelong. I don't know why, but it's the same thing. Uh, so last week I did just put a a multi on Richmond into the Cats just because I had a feeling that that's how it was going to roll out, and it did. So then the same sort of feeling, um, I, for some reason, I think Geelong, although I, I do think Richmond's probably the better team, something tells me Geelong is going to snaffle it. I'll go Geelong 1-39. to 39. I hope you're wrong. I hope you're wrong. But we will wait and see. It's, uh, it's a, been a different year. It certainly has. Alrighty, well... Make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at fourth not first, and we'll post the multi and the bragging rights, and we'll just see how short Rusty goes this week. I know I'm going to find something that's under two dollars just to piss off Ash. Um, and well, look, follow I along t- at I home. What, boys, I think um, if Rusty misses the multi this week, I am going to sit out the podcast next week. And I'm getting Dolphin in off the bench. We're going to put the Dolphin in in my place and we're just going to let him go for it. We're going to ban him from coffee and we're going to oh, get him up early. Are we getting a tired Dolphin in to just... A tired it? Dolphin with Jesus. no coffee. <laughs> so, I don't, do don't say you haven't been warned. Right. Well, we've got to give we've got to give Rusty like if Rusty find, tries to find some value and misses, that's okay. It's it's more when it's more when you go skinny and, and we get just that. mate, just find just back yourself and find those winners that you keep finding. Don't even look at the price. Just find a horse and say, "This is my horse. This is the one that'll win." It's easy to do that on the day. That's the problem. You keep we'll saying that. You keep saying that, but Richo and I don't have any trouble. Yeah, I'm kind of like... Uh, yeah, but you guys obviously working on a different formula than I am. You know, when, Change your uh, bloody algorithm. You know when you do footy tipping at work and there's always that person who doesn't follow the footy but they're always up there leading the footy tips? That's me. I, I, <laughs> I've got no idea what I'm doing and I'm picking the colours, I'm picking funny names. I, I don't even know what barrier mine are going at. I'm not even sure which horse they're at. I just, you know, Whatever. Uh, I, I oh, underthink mate. it. Well, <laughs> anyway, we better wrap it's, up. It's all good. It's, we better. We better. Thank you uh, very much, gentlemen. Pleasure as always. Glad to have you back, Ash. All in one piece. Better watch out for Oak Bridge from the McKnight Stable coming to a racetrack yeah. near you somewhere this week. Or next week, I should say. But um, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, he'll go around. I can't tell you which one it's going to be. There you go. Read between the lines. Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. I'd say it's Tuesday because that's between Monday and Wednesday. I'm reading between the lines. More than likely Monday, but uh, he's having a gallop uh, tomorrow. So we'll uh, get him tuned up. Sensational. All the best on the weekend, Ash. Oh, I've got one for you. Shit. Quick, fill up before we run out of time. Quick. Oh, shit, I forgot what it's called. Shelby Cobra. (laughs) 